0: Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. What I'm going to bring you guys is the race recap from this past weekend's State Texas State Criterium Championships. So let's go ahead and jump into it. I am happy to report that the Texas State Crit Championships uh, went back to probably the best Chris Crit course that we have here in the state. It was in a city called Corsicana, Texas, which is um, south of the Metroplex, but not too far. Uh, But it's up kind of near the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And this little crit course, boy, a good one. It's got uh, two long stretches. Uh, One stretch is about 200 meters long. The other stretch is about 100 meters long. That 100 meter stretch though is on brick, like old school uh brick. Uh it was an eight-turn crit. Uh it had a technical section where uh let's see, one, two, three, four, five, about six of the turns came within uh I'd say about seven hundred or eight hundred meters. Uh let's just call it an eight hundred meter you know span. So a lot of turns in that tight little space and then you had the two long straightaways and you know, there were two more turns. And so really good course, Uh really awesome course that, that would challenge uh, you on the technical side of things. And then obviously, you know, the power had to be there also, especially on that brick section. So anyhow, here we go. Um, 70 minutes on tap for the Saturday race, which was the Pro 1-2 uh, Criterium, you know, championship. And uh, my role in that race specifically was to try to get into an early move, uh, or to try to get into some kind of move at some point in the race, uh, we lined up, uh, six, six guys. So we just wanted to make sure that we were represented in those moves. We had a couple of guys that we felt good about, uh, being able to finish the deal for us if it did come down to a sprint. So, uh, that meant that if we, if you weren't one of those two guys, then, uh, you were kind of, You know, putting your hands in the middle and committing to trying to get something to go. Um, and you know, try I did. Um had really good position at the beginning of the race. Uh, but I I I let kind of the the first couple of laps where everybody's fresh and everybody's trying to do something. I kinda let those go by and didn't really do much of anything there, just kinda sat in. And then you know, as crits go, then there was that kind of moment, uh, you know, seven minutes in, you know, something around the, that time where like everything just kind of seems to slow down and everybody just kind of takes a breath and says, all right, now that we've all gotten that out of our system. So I took that opportunity to move up, get myself positioned, you know, near the front at this point, And, uh, and so then I started to play and, um, I, I look, <laughs> It was you know a fast race uh there was a lot of action. I don't remember a whole lot uh, about the race, but I do remember that at that point you know there were there were moves that were going off. There were people that were you know attacking and getting up the road um you know there were a couple of times where I attacked and I got up the road and you know I would say the story of this race was um the the heat. Definitely played a factor. uh, And you coupled that with the course and the fact that the course was was pretty, pretty, pretty tough, pretty challenging course. And I would say the theme of the day was the following. There were lots of riders, you know, myself included, we all wanted to see a breakaway. I mean, we wanted to see something get away. We wanted to see a group up the road, whether that group contained the favorites or whether that group just contained team representation. I mean, we all wanted to see that happen. And, and lots of us tried to get that to happen, but um, it just didn't for a couple of reasons. I think one of the biggest reasons was the heat uh we would we would go and get something going and and it looked good and we would start riding hard and then all of a sudden uh we would realize we can't sustain this this pace like we cannot continue it's it's too hot uh the intensity is too high and um you know at some point we're, i think we're going to blow up uh and then you know you'd look back and i mean the field for all the work you did you you didn't really get a huge gap on the field there was never a breakaway that got Probably more than 10 seconds. Um, so everything just kept coming back together, right? So that meant that you know the action was hot. Uh, that meant that there weren't a whole lot of breaks, there wasn't a whole lot of moments where everything just kind of slowed down and, and, and everybody just got to catch their breath and, and, and take a break. Um, the racing was, was on, um, and it was very animated. And, um, you know, for me personally, um, I just I just had to be task oriented and just keep getting myself um you know to the to the front and and either you know getting into moves or I did also I did quite a bit of we didn't have anybody in something that looked suspect it looked like it had some riders and some teams that we didn't necessarily i knew we wouldn't be happy with being left out on because we didn't want to be left out of any move that meant anything and then obviously have to chase. And so I did quite a lot of welding, too, uh, where I would just make sure that that break didn't get away and just bring the field right back up to to them. And so that way, everything just reset. And then we were able to kind of try something again. Um, Yeah, my race ended prematurely on Saturday. So I believe there were maybe seven laps to go. And I was near the front of the field, on the brick section, and again, I don't remember a whole lot about the race, but from what I was told by several people, uh, I made the terrible mistake, uh, something that you should not do, to look back and for those of you know about that know about bike riding, when you look back, um, you know if you don't bend your elbow of the opposite arm, where you know from where you're looking back, the direction you're looking back, then you are going to start veering off of your line, right? And you're going to start moving in you know the opposite direction. So I was looking over my right shoulder, and so I started veering left. And I had a rider that was coming over on me from the left to the right. And once I turn around, I look and we're rubbing wheels and and we're crossed wheels and we're rubbing wheels. And it's funny when you crash, it just all seems to happen in slow motion. And I just remember, I remember seeing the decals on his wheels like clear as day. It was just, it's so weird again, how the mind processes stuff. And I remember thinking to myself, you can't please don't do this please don't keep doing this don't keep moving over you know and um you know once obviously his he kept going because it was his rear wheel rubbing on my front wheel and once he um kept going and my wheel no longer was leaning up on his wheel then obviously I went down fell down on my left side um Thankfully, I I fell. Uh I was able to get myself in a position put my hands over my head uh and then I just started having riders just passing me, but nobody ran into me, which was awesome because I was kind of expecting that to happen and it didn't, which was good. Um good news is as I record this, like body feels good. Um you know, ready to get back to back to normal training. Um bike came out perfectly fine, like nothing more than maybe some scratches on that left shifter um and and uh nobody else went down so nobody else paid for my mistake which was totally mine um unfortunately with I heard two laps to go because I was still getting bike sorted and I felt a little bit dizzy. I didn't hit my head, but just the race intensity and being dehydrated and all that, I just kind of needed a second to reset. So um, but I heard that with two laps to go, unfortunately somebody made the same mistake and was looking back and you know there was a cross of wheels, and unfortunately some guys went down there um, you know, and there were broken bikes and, and things like that. So the race uh did have some incidents. Um it was really hard racing. Um, it was really intense racing. I don't really have much more to say about Saturday. I mean, I felt like I raced really, really well. Um, I felt like I fulfilled my obligation and my duty to the team to just kind of keep things together. It did end in a, in a bunch sprint. So it did end in a bunch sprint. Um, and, you know, we had uh, our highest place rider was eighth. Um, and so eh, not, not terrible, but not what we had anticipated and wanted. Uh, But that's bike racing. So that was that was Saturday, uh, Sunday, forty plus because I'm an old man. So I was able to do the masters category, and um, you know I wanted to race a little bit earlier so that you know my family and I were taking a little vacation this week, um, and we needed to head down in the San Antonio area. So I wanted to get the race. You know I wanted the race, but I also wanted to be done and and be able to get down here with the family. Um, But. A couple of things. Uh, thing number one was that I crashed the day before, and so I didn't know how I was going to feel uh, that morning when I woke up. Well, turns out I didn't get the best sleep. I didn't get the most restful sleep, but the body felt decent. Uh, I'm not going to say that I didn't pop to a leave to kind of take the take the edge off a little bit. Um, you know, I'm not going to say you know C- CBD oil. I applied some CBD like uh, balm, you know, onto some some trouble spots that I had. But the body felt okay, and I was like, you know, I, I think that I think that I can race today. Um, so that box was checked, but uh there was a chance of rain. And again, this course a can of can course with the with the bricks and the technical nature, it was running in the opposite direction. But even still, I, I didn't want to take any chances of going down again and ruining this little vacation that, you know, I said you know, like I said, my family and I are on. So if it was going to be wet uh, rainy. Like I was, I was going to be out. Um, but it did rain overnight, but then it stopped and the course was, was dry. So I, you know, I told myself, let's go drive out there. It's not that far of a drive. So let's drive out there. Let's at least check out the course conditions. We'll make the call there. I mean, it was bone dry. It was great. So the course ran in the opposite direction, which did change the flow of the course, uh, some, um, but again, same layout, you know, eight turns, the two longer straights, uh, it's just that, you know, that they came at different times during each lap. Um, but yeah, this race here, uh, I had a couple of teammates in this one. And again, because I didn't know how my body was going to feel, I really wanted to basically kind of sacrifice myself, uh, for my teammate, uh, Reggie and just see what, what he can do. Uh, but I quickly found out that, that the body actually felt good and, um, um, so, I got into an early move uh with one other rider, and um he he was not able to help much uh so he kind of sat and it, the race was forty five minutes long, so it wasn't seventy minutes, so it was substantially shorter um but you know, we were off the front for i wanna say maybe three or four laps at the outset and um so you know that 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 was a that was an effort uh that was an effort that I made uh that a lot of the guys in the field you know did not make but again, it took pressure off my teammates, so it did have a purpose um so that that happened uh just kind of thinking to myself, you know while I'm recording this, you know was it the smartest thing to do uh we got it we did get a gap, but it wasn't ever like substantial enough to where I thought to myself, we're just gonna ride away from everybody and they'll never see us again. Um, But anyhow, I did what I did. Uh, We got caught and then there was the kind of the shuffling and then people attacking and so on and so forth. And I did a lot of what I did the day previous where I just, I either brought things back together or I got into moves um, you know, whatever that happened to be. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was going, it was going really well. I mean, I was feeling good. Uh, there was a group of us that were kind of up, you know, um, you know, near the front and those were the guys that were kind of the stronger guys. And, and there were, you know, quite a few people sitting in, which kind of was the same story on Saturday. It was kind of the same, same, same deal. Uh, because on this course, you just, you, you've got to have a certain amount of strength, uh, and bike handling skill to, to be at the front and to be able to, animate things and to be able to even be there. Um, if not, you can just, you know, you're just sitting wheels and you don't really get opportunities to move up, you know, because maybe you just, you know, you don't have the, 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 the horsepower to be able to do so. But um, anyhow, the, the, ah, the, the one here that's going to be tough to talk about. So um, we're coming into the, the finish here and um, we had been chasing something really hard. Uh, so the intensity was high and when we caught there was just a lull in the race now at this point i'm i'm pretty tired but so is everybody else but i decided to roll off the front i didn't really attack i just rolled and i was let go uh i was let go so i rode and um just kind of held my held my place for me and my team up off the off up off the front um Then I had a rider come across to me and he came around and he came around pretty quick and um, I tried to jump on his wheel, but I was unsuccessful and... um, (laughs) He held it, he maintained a gap over me as I tried to close it because I knew that I just, I needed to be on that wheel. Um, and he was encouraging me and kind of tapping his butt, kind of telling me to get on. Uh, but man, I w- I was really tired and just really struggling to, to connect with him. Um, and then we had another rider that jumped out from the field and I looked over my shoulder, saw him coming, thought to myself, okay, well, when he comes by me, if I can jump on him, he will take me up to this other rider up the up you know up the road and again i'm talking this was like maybe 5 to 7 meters i mean it wasn't a big gap at all but it seemed like it you know very big gap to close given the effort that i was giving and when he came by me i couldn't respond to him so now he connects with the guy up front and again i'm just sitting five to seven meters off of them and just so close, uh, and just pinning it, uh, giving it all that I have. And, you know, this is where, uh, this is where, like, again, uh, big, big moment, I guess, mistake here on my part, uh, because my, my teammate back in the field, Reggie and and Scott, like they, as they looked, it looked as if I was connected with the guy's the other two guys. And So at that point you're not working because you've got a teammate up there. Uh, but then we realized that I wasn't there. So now that I'm not there, well, when I got brought back into the field, now there's work to be done and and we're one of the teams that has to do that work. Well, you know, the problem is, is that there was a, there was a delay in that response to chase because they thought that I was in the breakaway. And so, unfortunately we never saw those two guys again and you know um just kind of reliving that moment in my head like man could I have gone harder could I have closed that gap because if I would have again we never saw those two guys again then you would you would assume that I would have been at least third because it was two of them I would have made three um so really close um Yeah. You know, I, I I don't, I don't know. I mean, the worst thing that I could do at this point is just to continue to continue to think about it and continue to play. What if, uh, I was given that opportunity in that moment. Uh, I was trying to close that gap. And then at some point I didn't close that gap and I was caught by the field and that is what it is. And, um, you know, I've got to move on. So that's how that ended. Um, yeah, it, it was, you know, uh really close but not close enough. And so that was the weekend. Uh just to kind of wrap it up and 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 just kind of give some takeaways there. Uh I felt like um I raced really well this past weekend. I felt like I was very aggressive. The fitness was absolutely on point. Um so thanks to my coach Christian Williams, you know, with the Williams Racing Academy for that. And um yeah, the the bike handles were were good. Um you know, the work that I'm doing on the rollers and, and, and parking lot drills and all those kinds of things. I mean, they do help. Um, you know, you think of a person like me and say, man, he must be just, he must just have the, the bike handling skills and doesn't really need to work on it. But, but I do, I work on it. Um, so, you know, for any of you out there that are listening to this, that, you know, your maybe criterium racing is, is not where you'd want it to be. Like, you know, you've got to work on the skill sets that come with criteria racing. And one of them is, uh, very much so bike handling and and pack positioning and and figuring out flow and those kind of things. So anyhow, good weekend. Um, again, I've got some, some big training weeks coming up. Um, but I I will, I will leave you with this. And this is something that I've been thinking about, you know, because it's something that I think comes up quite often with athletes, with us, you know, cyclists. And it's, it's this, um, I think for many of us, the issue a lot of times is not fitness. It's not how many hours you're riding your bike and it's not the, the workouts that you're doing and all that kind of stuff. I mean, there are optimal training plans that you can be on and, and, and all that kind of stuff. But um, for for a lot of this stuff, it, it's it's decision making it's it's choosing to choosing to suffer it's choosing to execute it's choosing to do things it's thinking right it's the thinking part of cycling it's it's choosing to get into a move or not. It's choosing where to position yourself or, you know, not. It, it's it's decisions. It's it's the thinking part of cycling. It, it, cycling, you know, racing. It's not the mechanical, physical part. So just kind of wanted to leave you guys with that because I think a lot of times, um, you know, you come off of, and, and I'm not doing this, by the way, because I've been doing this long enough, but, you know, if, if you can resonate with this, like a lot of times you come off of a weekend where your results maybe weren't what you thought they were what you wanted them to be. And then you automatically assume you need to train harder or do a different interval session or get a new coach or you know whatever that happens to be. And a lot of times that is not the answer. A lot of times if you sit down and you sit with your performance, you realize that there were some decisions that maybe you could have made better decisions. And because you didn't, those put you in positions that were compromising positions that, that hurt you uh, and, and did not allow your performance to be what you wanted it to be. So just something for you guys to think about. Um, you know, there you have it. There's a recap. All right, folks. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you've got any thoughts or anything, if you were out there and you raced, um, and you're listening to this, tell me how it went. Um, yeah. And we can, we can chat about it. I'd love to, I'd love to connect with you guys. All right, folks. Thank you guys so much for your time. I appreciate y'all. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day.